0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome, this is the World of Boating. I am Greg, your first mate.
0: along with Captain
1: Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, running out the cruise. We navigate Hello. the latest boating news and information here. As uh, we, You know, we are in holiday mode, so we have some more Christmas music to share with you and annoy you with, because tis the season to do so. Alright, uh, we are on Facebook Live. Feel free to make comments. Uh, make fun of how we look, you know, for the World of Boating radio show. Uh, Patrick would like to lead it off. I and, would. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. And
2: when what? our when our listeners last joined us, right. a cold wind of eighty degrees had settled across Central Florida.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: In this week's episode we join Mike the Boatless.
1: Well, that's we, true. But as we as we
2: as he furthers his adventures into the unknown land of
1: no boat ownership, and what is he doing on this show? He, he well, he's on a quest. He's on a quest for a new vessel. I've and, been getting lots of counseling. Yeah, and, and I, actually, I
3: imagine anything having to do with boating.
1: No, he's <laughs> just uh, going to see us, Frank, As most yeah. uh, guests on the world, of hey, boating listen, have there, to do. there's
2: there's boat detachment syndrome. Yeah. You know, I mean, BTS BTS yeah. is a real thing. B- it's just B- not B- a K-pop. <laughs> It's just not a K-pop band.
1: I, I have uh, no doubt that is true. You know, but the thing is, Mike the Mariner is willing to go to the ends of the earth to get a new vessel. and uh, Or at
2: least Fort Pierce.
1: Or, or, no, St. Thomas in the Caribbean. That's not like the ends of the earth? That's And how far do you find the ends of Florida. the earth if it's circular? <laughs> well, I don't I mean, know. He's I, on a quest. You end up where you started. Right. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> Come on, Barry. All right. So, uh, yeah, the word is that uh, Mike the Mariner's heading out to St. Thomas. Is this on a boat ownership quest or are you just going out oh, for a little no. holiday you know uh jaunt
3: no 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 The but no this is uh this is I'm going with some friends down to st thomas and this is definitely not a boat i can afford yeah uh, we're, we're going to be on a 70 foot sail cat
1: so sweet, oh okay so it's scuba diving and, Well was it one of those like a uh, mooring rental type deals or do they own it
3: no we're going to have a we're going to have a captain, a chef, and a, and a dive master, and we're going to move around and go to different places to okay. uh, well, go scuba no, diving. Well,
1: but yeah, but the boat is, is probably owned by like the Moorings or something? You guys are renting it out for a week? Is that what you're doing? No,
3: it's owned by a private, uh, it's a private family that charters the boat.
4: Okay, all right.
1: So yeah. they don't have a man, it, it's actually an individual owner that's renting it out to you guys and taking you out. Exactly they offset
4: have the cost of those big yachts. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. hey, how many couples going out there with you, there, Mike?
3: Uh, there's uh, eight of us going.
1: Okay, yeah, so are you just, are you splitting it and just kind of yeah. making it manageable? Okay, well, there you go.
3: Kind of, oh, well, huh. we're splitting travel travel costs, but uh, we have a little. It, it was a. It was a. Deal that couldn't be passed up. I'll put it that way.
4: Okay. Are you having a toga yes. party on the boat? We're, a friend of a friend Why would of ours you have a toga us?
1: party, Barry?
4: Why? What does that yeah. have to do with sailing? Well, you're going to have eight, eight yeah. friends out on a boat for a week long. That sounds like a party city. Okay. Not that kind of party. I, I don't
1: know why. it has to be, <laughs> Why? It, uh, why are togas involved? Though?
4: Why not? Okay. There are no togas involved. Oh, <laughs> so it's clothing optional. Right, it's St. Thomas.
1: Uh, yeah. It's it, it is clothing optional. It'll be nice yeah, and yeah. warm. St. Thomas. There.
2: The- St. Yeah. Thomas, the patron saint of yeah. bikinis. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, actually, no, no bikini. They have nude beaches in that neck of the woods. So well, you this know. is
3: a this is a scuba diving trip and nice and um, uh, kayaking and
1: You're that kind of thing.
3: It. We're going to bounce around the area and find places to go snorkeling and. and I'll dive. tell
1: you what. I'm extremely jealous. That has been one of the adventures that I have yet to do as a diver, is to go out on a cat for a week like that. Because I, you know, hmm. I brought up the moorings. Which is uh-huh. a company right. that you can charter these type of vessels all around the world, especially down there, you know, uh, in, in the BVIs and down there in St. Thomas and stuff. Uh, yeah. But I've never had the opportunity to do it. It just seems like it'd be the, the way to go, though. I mean, yes. so, I'm, I'm. is this the first time you've ever done this, Mike?
3: It's the first time I've ever done this, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've uh, bareboat chartered uh, Grand Banks trawlers before. But mm, okay. uh, this is a first, you know, like I said, a friend of ours is hosting us. Yeah. Um, an amazing and it's an amazing uh opportunity i bet kind of a once in a lifetime thing so we yeah. and
1: you're going to be sailing this boat possibly too right they'll let you take the i don't know if they'll controls. let me drive no no
2: they, do. no they do not they don't ever do that come on <laughs> they, they no there's liability issues they will not because i tried doing that when i was in costa rica yeah when i was when i was out on the the uh, power cat that we were heading around uh, uh the mm. area and doing some scuba diving and skin and snorkeling and things like that and right it was like Hey, you know, uh, back in the states, um, I'm on this no, world past- of boating
1: radio show. I go, so no, get I, him
2: away I, from the cockpit. I, I, hold, <laughs> I, hold, I hold, I hold the USDG, you know, mariner's credential, you know, hundred ton, you know, any chance, and they're like, yeah, no, hmm. just get back up on the bow with the other uh, tourists. You got to talk their passenger. language,
1: Patrick. Did you? Not yeah, well, I didn't flash him
3: a fiver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, here's no, a frosty <laughs> beverage. The <laughs> is is that
4: yeah, Greg, is that what you do every time you go on a cruise ship? Can I drive? Can I drive? Yeah, of course. But he always does. He always takes the tour of the bridge. Right. That's, I after do. He, that's after he's done, you know, swimming
2: in the pool so he can get in his lap so he can say that he swam the length of the Atlantic or the Caribbean, wherever right, it is that he right. happens to
1: be. Well, it's what you do. Yeah. Well, it makes right. sense. Uh, I'm, I, have you ever done anything like what uh, Mike's getting ready to do, Barry? That's pretty no. cool.
4: No. That Wouldn't would you like cool. to? Yeah. Actually, what I would like to do is take one of those tall ship cruises, um, like a oh, windjammer yeah. type thing? The windjammer, yeah. yeah. That I'd like to do.
1: Now, my dad
3: did that. My my parents
4: did that. Yeah.
1: I don't even know. If yeah. they, are they even doing those type of boats anymore? I don't know if they're even doing the windjammer type stuff.
3: Oh, yeah. Windjammer's still in business. They
1: are still doing it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would much yeah. rather do what you're doing, though. Do one of those, like, you know, uh, four berth you know, private charter type deals where you go out for mm-hmm. a week. They send you out with a captain and a chef so you don't have to do any of the hard or heavy lifting and they know where to go and you just go She's live so on the lazy. boat what it'd be that'd be the way to do it uh, yeah. i'd love that and, and then you're sailing too cause so yeah. it'd be very peaceful i mean he, you know as you see on facebook live mike the mariner has a nice sunset behind him that's a florida sunset i assume
3: that's the old marina where yeah. uh, nighttime was right and still in sanford is florida I
1: but, but it's yeah. going to look like that next week when you're in St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yes. out there on the water, you're going to see plenty of those out on the city. Greg, I'm jealous. I'm so is, jealous.
2: The explanation you just gave is the exact reason why you will always be a passenger and never a boater.
1: If you're on the
2: <laughs> boat, you are a boater. You are not. Yes, no, you are. You're not or a, a passenger. You're a passenger. If, you're, if, you're, if I'm flying in a jet, I'm not a pilot. I'm a passenger. No,
1: that's not true. If yeah, you're you flying right in, the, if you're a if you are a, uh, in the cockpit with another pilot and you're yeah. like he's left seat you're right seat you uh-huh. are still
4: fl- helping fly the plane. I,
2: I, so, I I've done that in our corporate jet and that is not true. So
4: if so you true. go on on a on a on an aircraft and you go knock on the door up there you think they're going to let you in or they're going to lock you up?
3: They're going to shoot you. A little bit of both, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a departure for me. It is. You know,
1: okay. I'm, so, this. I'm usually
3: on a boat that I'm running, but. All right. Well, yeah, see, it's going to be awesome. I can't do that. I can't.
2: If I, I would not be comfortable unless I'm able to be at the helm. Why? I. I
1: what are you. Uh, is this a control issue, through. Patrick? Come on. <laughs> Isn't it a control <laughs> issue for you? You have to be in control? Yeah. I, I, I don't trust anybody else
3: except for myself when we're out on the water. Wow. That's I mean, so, it's, so it's, sad. I'm going to muddle through. I'm going to somehow muddle through. You're going to manage to
1: allow someone else take the helm and <laughs> uh, take control of
4: your I wife. don't
2: even I don't even yeah. trust autopilots. When, I want to drive the boat.
4: Barry Mike's could have Mike's could have the alcohol helping him. Possibly, I'm well, going
3: to be just fine. That that
4: is, uh, <laughs> you're going to be like a first or second mate, which will be in
1: charge I know, of the booze. I'm I
3: mean, the third or fourth. I'll, I am 3rd or 4th i, I do not <laughs> know. Where do you come up with this stuff,
2: Greg? What I mean, third or fourth uh, mate? I'm on a boat, so I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm a boater. I'm on a plane, so I'm a pilot and. You know, oh, well, if you're, I on mean, this, you're
1: on this charter,
2: you're a first mate. Hold on,
1: hold on. Uh, are these the Barry mentioned, uh drag? Look, Barry mentioned a commercial airliner. Of course, you're a passenger on a commercial airliner if you're just on the plane. But if you're in a small plane and you are in the left or right seat, you are helping to, the pilot uh, fly the plane because he's going to put you to work. He's going to make you look out for birds and God knows what else. Make sure we don't hit nothing while I'm trying to bird, fly this thing. Bird. And you are assisting <laughs> the uh pilot you are a uh kind of unofficial co-pilot so Until,
4: uh yeah unofficial
1: cap- as in but you're not. still you're, you're still flying in an airplane <laughs> and, and is just like a boat if you're on a catamaran and you are a uh hanging out on a boat with a captain you're still a boater you're boating for an entire week through st thomas the waters around st mm-hmm. thomas you that counts i'm sorry patrick <laughs> No, it does count okay, as boating time because i'm they're, gonna count it on my ship's log yeah heck yeah time. it does <laughs> <laughs> of <course> it
3: does. <laughs> i don't care what anybody says right <laughs> see? Uh, I, I think if you captain's try to count that for 12,
4: yeah, I think, 10, 20. yeah i think if you try to count that for your uscg captain's license that they may have something to say about oh that. like they would <laughs> ever know well here the captain signed off on it for me so.
1: yeah well not captain patrick evidently no uh, no maybe <laughs> no. if you throw him a fiver mike uh, maybe no. Patrick will buy it. Boy, up. you're cheap. <laughs> I, well, I just I, I know it doesn't take much.
3: You mean five grand? I, yeah, no, <laughs> there no. There you go. Definitely <laughs> not.
1: I'm only like 50 cent. There you go. All right, more coming up on the World cent. of Boating. Holiday edition. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
2: A Merry Christmas, Uncle Scrooge. God save you.
0: Merry Christmas. Amber. I want Christmas, I need you for Christmas, I love you for Christmas,
1: I'm begging you for Christmas. This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate. That is me along with Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, and Mike the Mariner, who's planning a uh, float plan. Around the island of St. Thomas. So, Mike, just explain real quick. What are you doing exactly? You're going out of St. Thomas? Are you working the entire chain there or just around the I, island? Or I, what? Actually,
3: I actually don't know exactly. They, they give you basically like a general itinerary. These are the places you can go. Yeah. But my understanding is, you know, we're flying in um, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. We land, I think, just after noon. They take us to the boat. And from there, it's where do you guys want to go? Yes. Yeah. Here are the places you can go, and uh, we can even cross over to Puerto Rico if we want to.
1: Wow, okay. So, well, uh, you know, I think if I'm uh, not mistaken, Barry might be able to back me up on this, but the Wreck of the Roan, uh, which was featured in the movie The Deep with uh, Jacqueline Bisset, want to dive naked in the hot tub <laughs> in the hotel? <laughs> I think that was uh, right there around St. Thomas. The Wreck yeah, of the Rhone.
4: I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. But so, I don't think you'll find Jacqueline Bissett there right now. Well, you
1: could uh, okay. you could act out a scene when they're on the boat and she goes, you want to dive naked in the hot tub in the hotel? And the guy's like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I had uh, two questions. First of all, um, are all of you buddy, all of you are friends, right? So yes. you bought this whole cruise together. So I guess that means you don't have to, um, uh, what is it? Um Quarantine for 14 days, right? You just go no. there and go. Okay. No.
3: And we, well, we had a COVID. So this has been quite a procedure. Um, and uh, w- we had to get a COVID test yesterday. Yeah. And uh, it's a five day window. You Got have it. to have that test, uh, the, the within results five back days within of the, departure. The five days. Similar so to I the Bahamas.
1: Su- <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So okay. I submitted it. Mm-hmm. I submitted it uh, yesterday, and it came back in the afternoon as not enough information.
1: Oh, inconclusive, so, you know, huh?
3: So I was, no, no, my test was negative. The information oh. I gave St. Thomas wasn't enough information. And so we had gone to a local uh, healthcare provider to get the test, and, they, and we said, we need it for travel. Hmm. They said, this is the document you need. Well, it was the wrong document. Uh. So, so I had to scramble, go get the right documents, come back. Scan them, load them, re-email them to, or not email, but use their portal
1: just a to big headache, download them.
3: Is what oh you're yeah, saying, it's been right? a little bit of a scramble, but yeah. uh, they've been nothing but great. Same okay. time, I even called them and and told them that I resubmitted, and they they turned it around really quick. I I got the approval about an hour before showtime. Got it.
1: So, All right, yeah. uh, Patrick or his monkey would like to say something. I don't. What is that you're showing everybody?
3: What are you talking about?
1: I don't know. You only see that's it on buried. Facebook Live, and we apologize. That's Barry in advance, <laughs> no, not me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, is it safe for him to go without a float plan like that and just go and let the captain uh, run the show there, uh, Patrick? Or you think? Yeah,
2: he a, he has, all he is is a passenger. Mm-hmm. The captain, the captain will have filed mm-hmm. his 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 charter plan, right? Where, where I mean, it's it's if they're running a legit, competent business, they'll yeah. have taken all those precautions. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Of uh, EPIRB's no. the whole thing, I'm sure. So there, there's no reason yeah. for
2: Mike to file a float plan because it's not his boat. Right. Well, yeah, Sadly. but he's on it, no, not, so he's not, a boater. But, not right. well. It's not his boat. It, but he's was, going boating. Do you, you file float a float plan when you? Do you file a float plan when you go on your carnival cruise? Well, if you're no, <laughs> no, no, you don't. Uh,
1: actually, I do. Well, actually, I get the itinerary and I have it all mapped out, and I have exactly where we're supposed <laughs> to be when. Answer yes, the question:
2: Do you file a float plan?
1: Uh, I no. I don't have to file it. I give okay. it to people that are not with me, so they know where I'm going to be. When that is uh, properly, you're not answering the question. That is a flow plan. Right? That is an it is itinerary not. that I'm sharing, which is the flow plan. Suck no, it. it. Isn't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he files a drinking plan as to what. Time. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> yeah, every, every time <laughs> he gets <laughs> on
2: a commercial airline, he files a flight plan with the FAA.
1: Well, if I'm the pilot in command, if I'm not the pilot in command, I don't do that. You said just commercial help.
4: airline. That he doesn't listen, Barry. Yeah, I well. Listen, yeah. Greg. Listen. All right. <laughs>
1: anyway, um yeah. So you don't know exactly where you're going to go. You're going to just go on the fly, and you guys will call it as you see it, right?
3: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. What's,
1: what's the weather looking like? Have you even looked that far ahead for next week to, around St. Thomas?
3: I have not, but um will be. Should
1: don't want to yeah. jinx it yet.
3: I will. Hurricane season out. is over.
1: Yeah. So, Okay. Yeah,
3: the weather's the, the weather should be fine.
1: Well, I'm jealous. Uh, Talking about giving a great Christmas gift to yourself for the holidays. Oh my God! That's
2: what he. That's what he spent the proceeds from
1: selling his boat on. Well, <laughs> evidently, yeah. I mean, you're going to no, keep. I think,
3: no, no. I think what I, I just what I mentioned earlier is uh, so we have some friends that are hosting us on this right. adventure, mm-hmm. and they were very generous to invite us along. So Heck,
1: who knows? By the end of this trip, you might end up buying it. That's a possibility. No,
4: the whole island? No, it the about a two million, million dollar boat. That's two right, two man. and a half million dollar they'll,
1: boat. They'll cut your deal. Greg,
4: Greg
2: Mike, Greg has no concept of money, time, boat sizes, <laughs> any of that stuff. He has, he has,
4: it, it it's an alien world to him. Yeah. What,
1: what is your point, Patrick? Yeah.
4: Mike, Mike, what day <laughs> are you leaving? We're leaving on Monday. Monday. Okay. And then we're going to have
3: the following Monday.
4: Highs, highs in around 83 and lows Sweet. of 76. Awesome. And, almost, and less than 20% chance of rain throughout that whole week. Oh, wow, man. Wow, that sounds terrible. You Perfect. Can't get than that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but I mean, go you're going to keep an eye out for a potential vessel while you're down there? You might be able to find a bargain.
3: No, no, I'm not going to you know, buy no, a no. boat down there. I'm looking for a 42 foot you know, trawler. Right. But I mean, trawler there could be somewhere. some that
1: cruise by and go, hey, that might be one we need to go look at, you know, or like yeah, give it you an
3: idea it cost $30,000 to get it
1: back here. Well, no, not there, Mike. (laughs) I'm saying when you get back, it's like, hey, we didn't think about this style boat. You know
3: what I mean? Oh, Well, I mean, no, I've I've zeroed in on the kind of boat we want to get and um, actually found an interesting potential way to buy one or or buy one and, and have it managed. Um, yeah. That I wanted to run by you guys
1: Is it, it doesn't involve <laughs> like human trafficking Or anything like no. that or?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. no So years ago I, I mentioned I bareboat chartered a, a 42 Grand Banks yeah. There's a guy that has a fleet of them And um, you can actually buy one of those boats And have it managed Use it when you want to use it and oh, charter okay. it out right. The other, the, the rest of the year Like 20 weeks a year And, and offset some of your ownership well, costs You so,
1: know what they do that a lot with airplanes we keep bringing uh-huh. up the aviation thing because Patrick doesn't think I'm a pilot, but they they do that a lot with uh, you know small planes uh, for uh, for private pilots.
4: So how do how do you are you listing do you would you list that as rental property or is that how is that going to work? It's an
1: asset that
4: you uh, lease out to probably. a management company. It's kind yeah, of I think
1: isn't that how the moorings work? Kind of too, Patrick. Yes, that 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 is how they work. Yeah. So if yeah. somebody buys the boat, and then they set up a management contract you know, with the moorings or a management company like the moorings, mm-hmm. and they, they handle the rentals, and you go and take it for a certain amount of weeks because you're the owner, yeah. you got to pay for this- all the, the big stuff, but they help you with yeah. maintenance and, and that kind yeah. of stuff. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
1: This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, bury the boat around and at the crew. Uh, we are all extremely jealous of Mike the Mariner because he's heading out to uh, St. Thomas to what go uh, charter a 70-foot catamaran and cruise for the week. What a what a sweet trip that sounds like. Wait, what, Patrick, you're not jealous? Come on, don't lie. Even you would like this, wouldn't you? No. What? You wouldn't like to go out on a cat for a week and just cruise to your heart's content, fish, dives, even snurf. Snurf. If you you if can you snurf. Pay
4: for it, <laughs> if, if you pay for it, we will.
1: Well, I just said if it was free, he could go out. Oh. Do, you, wouldn't do, you wouldn't do that? Come on, Patrick. Um, what do you mean no? no?
2: I, really? I'd, ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather head to Costa Rica or Nicaragua and, well, and, and okay, do another surf trip. You, it,
1: it, okay, maybe. so
4: surfing is thing.
1: If that what wasn't a Hawaii? choice... Uh, you wouldn't want? It, wouldn't you rather be out round, cruising around Saint Thomas and cooped up? You know, in well, your if COVID I didn't have a choice,
2: or? I guess I would have to go. So, yeah,
1: duh, it beats being. Uh, in but your COVID but again, cave. if I
2: if I don't get to drive, it's it's boring to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Anyway, Sorry. that's that's just the way I'm wired.
1: Yeah, he's he's a little awkward and strange, and he likes control. If you say so.
2: No, I just I like I like I like boats, and I like. Yeah operating boats i, I like driving yeah. all different kinds of boats
1: yeah i am mean, even sailing I, I, at, I,
2: I was never a very good sailor i started sailing when i was about 14 on the banana river yeah and um well let's say i, I was dropping mainsail a lot more often to get Wait, myself. is that off a of
1: euphemism sho- euphemism I, for uh to
2: get myself off the shoals um because uh you know it, it was it was a there's a big learning curve and i've said before on the show i i greatly admire i really do um people who can who sail and mm-hmm. because it is it's an art form it's a ballet if you will on the water oh and i'm talking when you're when you've got a, a good wind and you know you're you're tacking um it is it's it's a lot of work you it's know a lot of
1: work uh, but it's magical and it's it more is. of an art form according to captain patrick So he's a fan of the gas bagger, but his heart is being a stink potter,
0: I think. I hate
1: being stuck behind him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Barry, move out of the way. More coming up.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. seems wonderful at christmas you've come flying from the higher place fill the stockings by the fireplace so you have a you that's good, good. Yes. Yeah,
1: this good. is <laughs> yes oh it's all oh, this is the world's first radio show devoted to boating I am Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. All right, so we've covered at least half of the show, just uh, being envious of Mike the Mariner since he's going (laughs) to St. Thomas. Do we get anything else we want to navigate through there, Patrick, for the holidays, or what what do you think? Not the holidays yet, Greg. It is the holidays. We're smack dab in the middle of them.
2: We are are not. We are weeks away. (sighs) All right, um, for those of you... Yeah. Unlike uh, Barry who doesn't do Facebook and Mike who <laughs> has been busy planning his trip to and the Patrick who uh,
1: doesn't celebrate holidays. <laughs> I
2: celebrate nothing except every day when every Saturday when this show ends. Then I Festivus. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, when we do the show, we talk about stories. A lot of these stories have posted on worldofboating.com and mm-hmm. world voting facebook page right so if you haven't taken the opportunity to like us or you know, spread the word amongst your friends neighbors enemies even mm-hmm. um please like us and uh for those please. of you who have been those of you who have been longtime listeners um we appreciate your patronage of our sponsors because mm-hmm. they are uh who keep us on the air um so
1: we appreciate you uh I, you know, instead of a like button, don't we really need like a tolerate button?
2: No, we need a, we need a PayPal button.
1: Where <laughs> well, that's it, true.
2: It, we, we just they, they can donate every week. Anyway, mm-hmm. this past week um, from Discover Boating, there was a news item that came across and uh, posted it on the World of Boating Facebook page. And uh, the title of it is the 12 most common boating mistakes and how to avoid them and i'm pretty sure that nobody has taken the time those of you who are taking part in the show right now Mm -hmm. meaning the three of you to uh actually review this but um this is really uh, there's nothing on here that i would consider to be a mistake (laughs) um in that even when i posted it the comment that we got from uh our top fan david billia was uh Uh, in regard to item number 12, which we'll get to. um, He tried to keep a guy at the boat ramp from doing it. The guy uh, told him he was number one and drove off with sparks emanating from behind (laughs) his boat. Wow. Uh, Another listener, Joe Buono, uh, said, if you're making those mistakes, you're not ready to own a boat. And probably no truer statement than that. My own comment was um, just the fact that these are considered to be common and or mistakes is, is, is somewhat frightening because mm-hmm. these, are, these, are, these are not mistakes, in my opinion, and we'll run through them, and you guys, uh, you, you chime in and, and let me know what you think, okay?
1: All right, so these are like the 12 boating mistakes of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: yeah. Chris. On
1: the first boating day, of Christmas. Okay, yeah.
2: so num- number one, and I don't think these are in any... You know, like the the top one, they're just numbered one through 12. Mm. Failing to check the marine weather forecast. I don't think that's a mistake. I, I think that that is good common sense. If you're a knowledgeable boater, I don't think you mistakenly
1: forget to check. Agree or disagree?
4: Oh, uh, I absolutely agree. It's one of the first things you do. Otherwise, wait, 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 you
1: hold on. So it is a mistake is what you're saying, Barry.
4: Well, no, he so don't do uh, it. A, a mistake is something that that, oops, you know, you just right if you didn't do that it would be a mistake well yeah but if you're a boater there it's just yes you're supposed to know barry
1: right but it's yes or no is that a mistake not to check the weather yes it's a mistake
4: mistake okay patrick
1: but you say it's not a mistake if you're a knowledgeable boater you're checking
2: the marine weather forecast so if you fail to check it it's not a mistake. It's something that you are knowingly it's just, it's, it's opting willful, not to willful
3: do. negligence. Right.
2: Willful negligence. It's the
4: same reason why you don't have car you don't have car accidents, they call them car crashes now. You speak to any officer, he'll say it's not an accident, it's a crash because someone just wasn't paying attention. That wasn't a mistake. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. two, running
2: aground. Um again, <laughs> with with the with the amount of uh Charts that are available, electronic, the, the, the apps that are out there, mm-hmm. uh, being knowledgeable about the area that you're boating in, that should, that should never happen. That should. should not run around. I'm it not saying that been. you. Would, I'm not saying you wouldn't run into an uh, an underwater obstruction. Right, is an on a
1: chart. In that case, it would be a mistake, wouldn't it? Or, yeah. or if you see people walking on the water, <laughs> with only
3: a miracle. Body exposed, you know, that's a Christmas miracle.
4: Actually, yes. Barry, yeah.
3: I, I think the one caveat I would say there is during certain times of year when there's a lot of water flow into bays and and tributaries and things like that, you can get shoaling that is not marked by the. Mm-hmm. by the channel in fact i've seen a channel marker uh 10 or 15 feet inside a shoal before sure it, and, it happens up
2: in st augustine uh, and yeah. in, in jacksonville a lot but if you know you're going in there you're you're checking ahead whether it's a USDG station um other boaters are in the area i mean it's it's if you know to your point mike you know mm-hmm. that these areas are prone to this you as a knowledgeable boater would do the homework ahead of time to Hey, I'm getting ready to come into port X. Any reports of shoaling? Yeah, stay north of, you know, channel marker 12. Yeah, Uh, to the
3: extent that you can get those answers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Number three, forgetting to keep up with regular maintenance. (laughs) That is not a mistake.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's a big mistake. It's a huge mistake.
3: (laughs) especially where safety is involved. So
1: these are the 12 days of negligence? Is that just we're going to play semantics? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, kind of kind of. Uh, hitting That's, the well, dot. Let's, uh, actually in- interestingly though this is not called 12 boating mistakes. It's 12 common boating fails, which is actually a good Well,
2: the title I'm looking at says 12 most common boating mistakes and how to avoid them.
3: But look at the look at the
2: subheading.
4: Yeah, but you know. Right. <laughs> I go I go I go with
2: the I would I would go with the much bolder Bigger
4: print. (laughs) The one that sells more dollars. There you go. And
2: don't ruin the bit, Mike. (laughs) Good God, man. I could have swear, Greg had told me that you had a career in radio. Off to Costa Rica,
4: he goes or wherever. I'm
2: telling you. Number four, hitting the dock.
1: Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Number four, day of boating mistakes.
1: The boater said to me, don't Uh, hit the dock. (laughs) There's something there. I'm telling you.
2: I, I don't know. Uh, number five running out of gas oh that's a yeah number six forgetting to put in the drain plug
1: okay Uh. it is a mistake (laughs) i'm sorry you know what do you mean we're gonna disagree
2: with you greg just just know that and we're gonna move on Uh. seven overloading the boat
4: yeah not a mistake that's just yeah that's just
2: number eight getting lost
0: (laughs) Mm (laughs)
4: okay nine putting out insufficient anchor line all right, that's that's knowledge mm-hmm. that that comes with you know how much yeah. knowledge you yeah, have. Yeah, absolutely. What's my depth? How much how what's how much scope do I need? Yeah, um,
2: right. All right. Number ten, running the engine dry.
3: Okay, Ooh, that would be bad. Ooh. Yeah. Uh,
2: Eleven, improperly mooring the boat. Right, and number 12. Um, uh, 12 the trailering with just, the engine down. Oh, and, I was whoa. just going to say, <laughs> go
1: on boating. Period. If you've made all those mistakes, you shouldn't be out on the water.
2: Well, if you've I, made those 12, uh, you've, you're probably in another boat by now. Uh-huh. I, I've, um, seen
4: that, I've seen that on the boat ramp when they're pulling the boat out of the water and they forgot to tilt the engine up. And you just hear mm-hmm. the skeg just getting short and just grinding it down and becoming a little itty-bitty stubby thing. You know, mm-hmm. trying, I heard, you know w- Yeah.
2: What, one time I was over at uh, Merck's test facility on the West Coast, Mer- known as Mercabo, and I was uh, bringing boats over for an event over at their facility, and uh these guys with this outboard boat you know they come up out of the ramp and you know that the outboard isn't trimming and they're trying to figure it out and one of them goes to their truck comes back with a hammer starts tapping on the oh. trim pump and to dry and i'm like i just why i said you know hey you know anything that you need help with oh no this happens and i'm looking at the trim pump and it's got all these dents in it mm. from maybe they've, <laughs> they've been beating on this thing because they can't get to it while it's in the water so they got to drag it up the ramp before they can go and get the hammer and then beat on the pump cuz probably the bushing is inside the brushes um and to get it to work and it's like you, you what, you're going to you're eventually you're going to beat this thing into a shapeless lump
3: right and, <laughs> and it's not going to work at warranty. all
2: <laughs> you know i mean and then then you're going to get the guy that yeah they disconnect it they come up out of the water they've got the rope tied to it Mm. And you see him at the back of the boat, and they're halt. They're pulling up on the rope, and then tying it off to the cleats to keep that the drive all sounds up.
3: Very reasonable. Yeah.
1: So, but he <laughs> never admitted that he was making a mistake. You just never, look at it as ever. negligence on his on his part. Yeah.
2: And that's why when I when I'm at the boat ramps uh, a while back, I I really it I had to make a conscious effort mm-hmm. to stop offering help. And that's a really hard thing for me to do, wow. especially when I'm trying to launch something that's big and you got the guy with the jet ski that's in the middle of a... a, Tis the season
1: uh, of giving, uh, Patrick. I mean, maybe you should change that whole attitude. You have the skills, you have the knowledge, share. Because especially
2: especially when you deal with guys, they don't like being told by another guy what to do when it comes to their boat.
1: You got to tell them they're making a mistake. Come on.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the watch The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. What do you get the person who has everything already, huh? I can only think of one thing. A friggin'
1: yacht! Oh. Oh. So we can have
3: parties on there? Well, it's going to be kind of hard to do that after I do this.
0: <laughs> oh! Ho, 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 ho! saw three ships
1: come sailing in On Christmas Day, on Christmas Day I saw three ships come sailing in On Christmas Day in the morning And what was in those ships all three On Christmas Day, on Christmas Day And what was in those ships all three On Christmas Day in the morning I say This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, that's me along. Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, buried a boater who also saw three uh, ships, maybe four ships. Uh, God knows how many uh, he'll see, uh, you know, this week or next week in St. Thomas. All right. So uh, we, we've gotten through the 12 most common boating mistakes and how to avoid them or uh, not necessarily mistakes, but uh, just mishaps you know or uh,
4: I don't know. You know,
2: you, you know what? If you print that article out and you keep it with you
4: <laughs>
2: it, on your boat keep it on your phone use it as a
4: pre-boat checklist yeah
2: i'm not gonna say you won't ever have
4: any problems but you're gonna greatly reduce them all right it's sort of like the 10 commandments of boating Except there are 12. 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two I'm a big believer
1: in
3: checklists. The 10 uh, command,
1: uh, 10 boating commandments plus two is yeah. a bonus. Mm-hmm.
4: It's a bonus mm-hmm. this week only.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and wow. we want to, want to kind of wrap up the show with, uh, an incident that happened out of, uh, Port Canaveral this week. Yeah. Um, like oh, you yeah. may be familiar with it, Barry, you probably yep. are. Greg probably didn't hear anything about oh, it. Oh, the rocket. No, launch. I did.
4: I did. Um, no rocket no. launches tomorrow. No. Um, Missing
2: boater is found clinging yes. to his capsized boat off Florida's east coast.
1: Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah.
2: Stort B. But yeah, but when you see the picture of they, oh, yeah. they, took, they took from the container ship that approached him. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, okay. His boat is of the vintage where he has the molded in bow pulpit. Okay. And the only thing that is the boat is upright. Okay, in the water bobbing. The only thing out of the water is the bow pulpit and about maybe a foot and a half of the foredeck.
3: And he is holding on for dear life.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. king
3: of the world. No, no. The look on his face when he oh, was climbing yeah. that ladder said it all. He was so grateful. Yes. Uh, can you imagine being in that situation? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that would be, be really it, bad. Yeah. Bring, it brings us to a, a couple of things that,
2: you know. Don't leave your sinking boat. That's true. He yeah. didn't leave it. I know.
1: He, 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 he at least followed that advice. Well, that-
2: it, yeah, but again, you know, if it hadn't been for this, uh, this, this motor vessel that, that was hap- happened to be out there passing, um, no telling. Um, it may not have happened. Right. Because it's, we know, especially when you start to develop a chop um, offshore. Trying to find something like a human head bobbing in the water Mm -hmm. is is damn. It's like, imagine a coconut floating in the water.
1: Wait, wait, just a head.
2: Yes. Now this this being uh, a little bit more than that still bobbing. It's awfully, awfully hard to see from, from any distance or from any height and wanted to bring this up as The pictures of his boat, because he kept his boat uh, moored at Cape Marina, showed a a bunch of PFDs in his cockpit of of his boat, but I don't believe he was wearing one, um, which would be problematic. Um, Two, it brings up the importance of EPIRBs um, or PLBs, Mm -hmm. personal locating beacons, because uh, Barry, what's the running cost of those for for a cheap one? About I think 50 about, bucks.
4: No, no, about two hundred fifty, somewhere around there for the for the the cheap yeah. PLBs. For the little ACL. worth every penny. Yeah, for this one, it's okay. worth it. This was so,
3: worth every penny. Yeah.
2: So two hundred bucks. You know your boat's your boat starts to go down. <laughs> yeah. um, you do, you can't get to a you don't have a PFD, but you've got your your EPIRB, you know, attached to your your waist because again, you're following your checklist. <laughs> Uh, yeah. plan for the unexpected or it's attached to your vest whatever it is mm. and you set that thing off they're coming to get you
1: yeah well he okay. was pretty far offshore he was 70 miles
4: offshore and he was a 86
1: alone. miles yes. offshore
4: yeah okay i yeah. wonder if it were the pfds that were keeping the boat afloat <laughs> maybe yeah. you never know <laughs> they all went to the bow there and just kept it up there
1: yeah i mean we don't know if he was wearing it or he'd taken it off no he wasn't he was wasn't. rescued or no, he,
4: he was not wearing a PFD. When he no, was rescued, no. but maybe
1: he had it on at some point. We don't know.
4: Don't know why you would have taken it off. Well, no, you uh-huh. leave that on. He took <laughs> off think. his shirt to help wave for the boat. Yeah. For the yeah. yeah, This
2: this this orange PFD is really clashing with my gray shirt. Mm-hmm. Right <laughs> of my boat. So I'm going to discard it because I'm all about style.
1: All right. Over- so the moral of the story is don't be this guy. Is that what you're saying, Patrick? Well, is that where you're going with this or what?
2: Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's not necessarily don't be this guy. It's to Barry and Mike's point, what is your life worth? Hmm. And if it hadn't been for the fact that just by happenstance, this container ship was in the area, uh, he may have never been found. Um, he was far enough offshore. You get caught in the Gulf Stream. Next thing you know, next stop, what, Newfoundland? It um, gets cold uh, up there. Green, what, Greenland? Yeah.
3: Yeah. What was the configuration of his boat? You said you saw some pictures of it. I yeah, not. he had
2: he had an older Sea Ray, so he's got the big wide double wide helm seat, the uh, port side pass through to the cabin door entry on the port side. Right, oh, like and a forty four
3: sedan bridge. The bow uh, wasn't sedan bridge. The bow was, uh, slightly, a a, the bow was, was slightly
1: above water; the rest was slightly below. <laughs> yeah. That's what I saw. I don't know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sounds like yeah. he had a seacock or something fail, or, yeah, a, or a hose fail in the engine room. Yeah,
1: you never yeah. want that to happen. God knows.
3: We're talking about on the boat, all right? Your life is certainly worth that, or the life
2: of you and your passengers, so get your boat.
1: Depends on the passengers. I mean, look at our crew. All right. Get your motor. Okay, that's enough. Just be quiet. Enough out of you for this week. (laughs) Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a motor, Safe boating, everyone.